You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, it's cash to ticket. I know my tone isn't great. I'll explain. I'll explain momentarily. Welcome in on a Tuesday, tailgate Tuesday, if you will. Tailgating is what you do before you get excited to watch your favorite team play. I don't have that. We'll talk about it momentarily. Rate, review, subscribe. We appreciate you. Mailbag episode, tremendous. We're starting to get to a point where we have to sort emails. Lovely. Uh, YouTube. Go over there. Check it out. Valeni Show YouTube. That's where Cash the Ticket resides. Grab some of the videos. You know, Evan's telling me, while our download numbers are through the goddamn roof, some, this is a direct quote from Evan, something's not translating the videos on YouTube. And I'm like, well, I don't know, man. Get a Rosetta Stone and translate it. People, here's the deal. I just don't think you're aware there's a video element. We'll be doing more with it. We're workshopping it. We're in our lovely studio Check it out. Say hello to Value Cactus, our man Vernon. Uh, Vernon's his name. I don't know. As name. good as any name. He may as well play left tackle Vern for, for the sure. Giants. My point to you is we have a tailgate Tuesday. It is the opus continues. It is so well, much. Why, you know, that's why we need to start this with a little more energy, Michael. We Listen. both had good weekends, great weekends even. I'm justifying. You know what? I'll tell you what this is. If what? you want to start this way, I'm going to burn myself to the ground and then build myself back up. Okay, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Because what today's episode is, is a justification for why gambling's awesome. Because let me tell you what my life is as a fan without gambling. I am a Michigan State Spartans fan. I am a New York Giants fan. So over the course of Saturday and Sunday, I will watch... 120 minutes of the most limp dick offense on the planet. I get no fucking joy. I don't have a functioning offensive line. I sit there and wonder, why am I doing this with my life? Why have I made these choices? Is the money worth it? Why do I do this to myself? I talk to my dogs who never talk back, but I'm driven to that. And I go, are we really this bad? Blank stare, blink, blink. Blink, blink. Last night, I'm watching the Giants. I got my dad freaking out texting me. I got my friends in New York texting me. I look at my wife and I go, why do I even watch this shit? Her answer was, it pays our bills. And I said, you know what? You're correct. But my point, it's like, dude, how can it be this way? You are in fan hell right now. I want to hit the sports, the fan portal. I just want to portal out of this. I don't want to do this. 
Gambling's the only thing that I have, and it's I can bet on a team, I can go for a journey, and I can leave them roadside. Like, look, last week, Ole Miss. I love Ole Miss. I decided to bet them. I root for them. I'm the biggest Quinshawn Junkins fan on the planet. We hit the bet. Bet settled. Move on with my life. You know what isn't? You know what's like an incurable STD? Being a fan of a team. It is It is just a, it's like gonorrhea that don't go Not away. enough penicillin in the world. I'm a Spartan fan. I don't want to watch no more. Does that make me a bad fan? I'm a Giants fan. Oh, you think I want to watch when they play Miami next week? Ten they points. gave up 11 sacks last night, Jim. 11. Could, you texted me that. And I was watching the game, and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, 11 sacks. Well, you, you said it because I was ripping on your guy, Danny Dimes. And you're, like, trying to justify, well, he doesn't have an offensive line. Mike, he's also no good. Like, I don't know how there's a way out of this for you guys. You just paid him $40 million a what season. What Salary cap's not real. Okay. It's always a way out. The Giants have most cap space in the NFL this upcoming offseason. Ooh, they paid Danny 40 a year. I don't know. Read the fucking fine print. There's a way out. If they get a shot to draft a QB, you draft him. You keep dimes on the roster. All my point is guys like you crack me up because you know the game, and then you're like, oh, man, how's that dimes contract? Now, hold on. No, you hold on. There's two things. A, are you aware of what you're watching with this offensive line? Yes. 11 sacks and Mike, pressure on 68% of dropbacks. The text, we can check the timestamp, was after his pick six, which okay. was a pivotal point in the game. And where they actually already, could have come back. They already sacked him four or five and times. And he made a bad decision. That wow. was a bad throw, So what's bad your decision. win in this? This is what kills me with guys like you. You think I'm going to die on a hill telling you Danny Dimes is a pro bowler? He's not. But what did you want the Giants to do? So Not this is, pay him. See, okay. this is the problem in the uh, so league. You pay mediocre quarterbacks. Well, blame the league. You're going to do it with Goff. You're going to say shit when he makes a quarter of a billion? Listen, I'm the villain on Detroit Sports Radio for saying it. So you're talking to the wrong guy point, about though. it. You're not accepting the way things are. I don't get to pick. If you have a quarterback, look at Kirk Cousins. The Vikings had to pay Kirk Cousins. Well, what was their option? Don't re-sign him. Let him walk. Fans revolt, you get buried in the press, and then you spin the church bazaar wheel to maybe get it right. Let's go back a few short years. This brilliance of bail on Danny Dimes. Okay. Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. One team got it right, and they had to go 1-16 to get him, and it was Trevor Lawrence. I'm only making a point to you. I accept my lot in life. But I know he's not that great. But it's the doubling and tripling down. Previous regime takes him at six. Everybody laughed at the time, not in hindsight. Dumb pick. Then all he does is play mediocre football and get extended. You're doubling down and magnifying bad roster decisions. And the result, not all his fault, oh, 11 Evan, sacks. Evan, I'm but sorry. The result is a I'm team sorry. I doubled down. I didn't sign they a contract. Did. Your team did. So what do you want from me? I'm in don't, fan hell. I want to hit the portal like the kid in the Dr. Pepper commercial. Don't defend Tito's dimes. gone. I want to jump into the fucking vortex. I just thought it was a defensive dimes last night on text that felt like not you. It's not a defense. I'm making a point. I'm actually watching the game while you're petting your fucking cat. <sighs> they, they can't pass protect. He has no time. I'm aware. It was after his bad decision, which is more of why, why does none of this go to Dayball, by the way? What is this? Go Big Blue podcast? Like, why is it not Dayball? They're outscored 73 to 9 in the first halves of these games. They're on Quaaludes. Hey, we'll talk Wink Martindale if you'd like. I'm, go I'm for fine it. with it. What's the game plan? They decided to start two rookie quarters. What do you want from me? Look at my Saturdays, for Christ's sake. I'm fragile. 
I watched MSU go to Iowa and lose to their backup. What do you want from me? You want your, you want your victory lap? You want to put on a little tutu and tell everybody how smart you are? Here's a sandwich board. Danny Dimes <laughs> isn't good. What do you want from me? Which one of the teams hurts you more right now, Mike? Oh, fucking no. Both of them. Okay. What do you like? What, what is there to say? I don't know what hurts worse, the cancer that's in your lungs or the cancer that's in your ass? Which is worse, Jim? They're awful. It's all bad. It's all killing me. Michigan State, what's the point? We don't have a coach. There's no reason to care. This staff is even dumber without Tucker than with him. And now I'm like, all right, should I root for a bowl? That ain't happening. They can't score in a morgue. So now I don't want to watch him. They're on by this week. Next weekend, I got a wedding. And they're going to play Michigan the week after. I don't need to watch any of this shit. They're going to lose by 50. Who cares? All I care about is what coach we hire. Saturday night was the end for me with Michigan State this fall because I actually got into it a little bit. I got into it a little bit. We're up 16-10. We're in Kinnick. Let's go get a win. Why? Because winning's fun. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just winning. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, my God, another penalty. Oh, my God. My quarterback shouldn't even play at Central. Oh, my God. We just hit a 14-yard punt. Hey, look. The next punt goes back for a touchdown because you kicked a line drive to one of the best kick returners. Cooper DeGene. Cooper to do. Zooper da. I don't fucking know. What do you want? Like you sit here and you act like this is somehow great for me or I have control I didn't over say it. it was great yeah, for you me. did. No, You're all, oh, what hurts you worse? I don't know. Tell you what. Stand up. This is a little therapy session. What hurts worse? I break your jaw <laughs> or I punch you in the dick? Which is worse, Jim? Want to find out? Well, you're on kind of a therapy-like couch. and it sucks. I just wanted to get so to the bottom is there, of it. So is there a fan portal? You know what the fan portal is? What? Gambling. Yeah. That's the way I cope. Not in a degenerative way, but in a way it takes my mind off of the utter hell that I am in as a football fan. And I am allowed to basically go around town. I'm the town bike. Everybody gets a ride. I go to Ole Miss. Let's take a ride. I go to Colorado, USC, riding. I go over to fucking, what what would we bet at night? Notre Dame, Duke? Hey, Irish nation, let's ride. I do whatever I want. I I put this bike down, I pick this bike up. Let's ride. Little scooters around town, that's you. That's it, I'm on a city bike. Zzz, because I don't have a soul. I don't have a fandom. I have nothing. You know what I have? My balance. I have my fucking betting balance. I have my wins. I have my stupid little record on this show. I have you. (laughs) Not today I don't have you, but I have you. It's all I have. You're in a dark place. Let's build you up. Let's do the record recap. Talk about a winning weekend. We'll do tailgate Tuesday, brunch. We'll do all of it. Look at this common asshole. Evan over here silent. He's going through the same shit as me. He's not a Giants fan. He's a Spartan fan. He's only dealing with 50% of your misery. (laughs) Now he's out. Going to luxury dinners on Monday nights. That's how he's coping. Who goes out on a Monday? It's all the old produce. Probably not fighting for a table, though. No. But it's all, he went to a luxury dinner. Like, it wasn't just going out, you know, a little eating good in the neighborhood. This guy was at a luxury spot. Good for him. But on a Monday Let's night. the man. Isn't that, isn't that the John Taffer old food special? So you're only allowed to go out on Friday nights and Saturday nights? And maybe Sunday, but Monday night, they're still waiting for their new produce deliveries and stuff. I'm just saying, isn't that isn't that known in the business of, of is, restaurants? Is that like a restaurant thing? Yeah, Shouldn't they Mon- be getting fresh food? And- Monday night's the old shit. 
That's the serve by, and the next thing they got on the menu is the Costaccioli. <laughs> we could do without the pot shot. People who work in restaurants, <laughs> let us know. Cash and ticket podcast at gmail.com. It's Monday night, old salad night. <laughs> like, ah, oh, this romaine's got about a day left on it, so. Serve it. All right. Serve it. Right. By the way, Rita, what's the update? No update since yesterday. Are you are you comparing her dies, to old wilting lettuce? Is that what just happened? Did people, brother, did, brother, she wilted years ago. If she dies before we get our raviolis, the blood's on your hands. Your hands. Appreciate you. Record recap, Mike. You went four and one in the NFL. You went four and two in college. Beautiful. And we can go through That's the all games. All I have. And we can go through the games. I, I, went, I live a life of service to the good people of Cashton. Put you at 12 and 9 on the NFL. Put you at 25 and 12 in college. We're getting there. I know there's a, a payback coming, but I'm 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 gonna say that again for people. 25 and 12 in college football betting. This is not for a week or two or a month. I need we you are to five just weeks plus into this deal. Build me up, will okay, you? That's what I'm saying. We're built like a phoenix from the ashes. Mike, you're going to soar by the end of this podcast. Show me the money. <laughs> um, no, I'm, 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 I'm. Look, the NFL has been three good weeks and then one, one week for the ages of atrocity. So I feel okay about it. College. I don't know, man. And you know what kills me is I feel like I've left a couple W's on the board. Mm -hmm. But overall, we're sticking to the principles. And you've avoided some bad games, we too. We have. You've helped with that. You have. Um, I still think it's fascinating. Year over year, this always happens. You bet more games than I do. Like, I look down at your record. You've bet a whopping nine more games than me through four weeks. Nine. It's pretty good pacing, huh? Dude, and in the NFL... You, you bet another two or three extra. You're, I, you're I didn't want to bet seven last week, but the, when you go six and one, you're pretty happy you bet seven games. So you, I you went are. six and one in the NFL. I went three and four in college. We'll get to Saturday night. Hashtag night heavy. You have every right to be upset because you had two really, really bad beats collegiately. And when it involves the non-offensive touchdowns, I get it. I'm never going to be upset with somebody being upset about that. Record on the year, 14 and 10 in the NFL. And in college, 25 and 21. Yeah. And, and honestly, you're you're starting to really, you're starting to heat up here. Like, your NFL caps have been really good. And the 6-1, and one, you deserved better in the NFL the first couple of weeks. I think you got your just desserts here with the 6-1. and one. But let's let's break the game go down. Game, yeah, go through some So I think people enjoyed that style of recap, so let's do that style of recap. We'll go chronological. Your first bet was Cincinnati on a Friday night. I got what I deserved. Emory Jones, the clown car, he throws the pick six, was an atrocity. They muff a punt at the five. They got some red zone capers. Um, it was a bad bet. And I'm barred from betting Cincinnati and, and Emory. I got the win against OU. I gave it right back here. Shame on me. Wasn't a good pick. Okay. Second game, noon, Saturday. Colorado, USC. We took points. We took fun. We were rewarded. Never a doubt. 2-0 on the friendship totals that I've gotten you into the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if I'll have another one this week, but I'll, work, I'll effort it. But here's the thing with that game. I think it says more about USC than Colorado. I understand the networks want to build this Colorado narrative. No, Colorado's not close to being good. They weren't close to winning that game. They didn't put a scare into USC. That's all network news narratives. Mm -hmm. 
What it says about USC is Lincoln Riley's loyalty to Alex Grinch, it's going to cost him, not his job, but it's going to cost him a trip to the playoff or winning a national title Correct. at some point because USC's defense is horrendous. I told you I thought they were a three-loss team. I still believe it. Their defense is horrendous. I can't take them seriously. I don't take them seriously either. They're the number nine team in America. They're maybe the team in the top 10 I put the least amount of faith in. With their remaining schedule, here's where I could end up costing myself money. I swear to God, if, if I get Washington, if I get Oregon State, if I get Oregon, if I get these Notre teams Dame. getting points, mm -hmm. I'm taking them. Yeah. Because USC's defense is an absolute joke. Same, you agree? I do. Are we going to, I think we're going to be aligned on it. I, we have man, been since the start of the year. Caleb's either going to make us money or butcher us. But I feel like they're going to be a play against in the coming weeks. I think so too. The NBA playoffs are underway and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time's an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with game time. Download the game time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Same window, cleanest, easiest bet. We were on it from the beginning. Mm. No doubts, no little voice in your head that I do this wrong. Kentucky yeah. against Florida. Home team, minus a point and a half, and they were up early, yeah. put the, the afterburners on, and won easy. Yeah, and, and honestly, the spread said it all. Getting the one and a half, but now here's our thing. Who does it say more about? Florida. Yeah, I agree totally. And look, I think Kentucky was playing possum a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they, I, they had a soft schedule and hadn't really clicked still yet. Still don't like Devin Leary. No. I'm still not impressed, but they ran for 300 yards. Ray Davis. Yeah, 270 alone. Now watch people overreact this week with the Georgia game. I think they will. I yep. think Earth is on Kentucky, and mm, I actually lean Georgia, good but luck. we'll get to that later in the week. Good luck. Uh, Here's what it says about Florida. What does it say? Florida's exactly who you and I thought they were preseason. They mm -hmm. are not a bowl team. Nope. 
They had their moment in the sun, and we were on them that night against Tennessee. The heat is ratcheting up on Billy Napier. I think there are going to be opportunities galore to play against Florida moving forward. Well, they're they're an offense that runs the ball. They got two good running backs, but the ATN. Q, but the QB, it's all short stuff with Mertz. It's defensively they can't stop anyone. And yeah, that hurts them too. That's a real issue. But how about this on the cap? We I brought up Wallace, the linebacker. Yes. Defensive touchdown. Yep. Like we were all over that game. Yeah, Kentucky's got NFL linebackers. Mm-hmm. They do. Um no, I felt good about that game all week. And, and and look, I know it sounds corny guys, but I mean it. I do feel reassured. Like, if I have a cap and I haven't shared it with Jim, and then Jim's like, dude, I feel the same way. I'm in on it. Yeah, there's a, I respect Jim's opinion. I respect, like, when we're on the same side of things, I feel just that little 5% better about it. I have no data on it, but I feel like we hit it a much higher clip. When we both separately come in with <sighs> I wish the game. we could track that. Yeah. Well. We could start. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me just tap my research assistant that the company doesn't provide. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't have one. Uh, but yeah, we'll go ahead and do it. We'll add it to our sure. list. <laughs> make a seventh word doc for it. Bro, why not, right? Make a hey, make another living document. Do you have the same thing I do like early in the week? You have to go find like the old sheets and you're like, Yeah, I've scroll, got it. Scroll. I've got it pretty streamlined now and okay. I'm 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 where I need to be with it. Okay. I'm I, I'm just finding workflow wise. I get in on Sunday, I start the kickoff show with Boomer, I start the mailbag, and I start Tuesday. You do a great job populating college and pro. I generally start to get to those now. But you just, you constantly are at it. Yeah, there's no, like, off day. It's working for the next day. No, and that's, yeah, and that, that look, doing a pod like this, do I think it helps my day job a little bit? Of course mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. You're getting a complete handle on all football. Yeah, that matters. Uh, not as much of a handle on Tulane. That was one of your losses. Bad pick. Um, look, I really thought they would drop a bomb on UAB, but Tulane fucked around and found out. Uh, they won by 12, but it was awful. They had a turnover on downs, I believe, in the red zone. They had another turnover in the red zone with a fumble at the two. I'm not sitting here telling you I deserve to cover. It was the wrong side from the beginning. I got excited. They wore the powder blue helmets. You tried to talk me into it, too. Yeah, well, you know what? Bad job by me. But luckily, you were an adult. You made your own move. Yeah, my own move was was betting CMU in the same window. But I'd much rather lose a game that way than lose the way you lost to me with Notre Dame. We're gonna we're working our I way down. I would much the rather just know I'm on the wrong side, cross it out, move it along. I agree. Losing at the buzzer, and we'll get to it. Bad pick. I had CMU, EMU. We mentioned it on the mailbag. You gotta stop. I'm gonna stop betting my team. You they won, to. and I'm I'm fortunate they won because they, they were trying cover. to give it away at the end. But no, the bet did not win. Where what channel was that game on? ESPN Plus. I had it on the phone. But see, yeah, that's not a channel. No, that's an idea. ESPN Plus is an idea. Like ESPN Plus is Evan speaking into his phone doing play-by-play. Does ESPN Plus actually send guys to the game? Yeah. What does an ESPN Plus I think it was, make? you know, what are you, gas money? I believe the color analyst was Marcus Ray, former Michigan safety. Really? Yeah. I think he coached Rico at CMU knows for Marcus. Oh, okay. My co-host uh, here in Detroit knows I'm Marcus. 90% sure based on the voice that it was Marcus Ray. But okay, again, so you're watching who's the play-by-play play guy? I, I'd have to go back. Do you know it. any of the play-by-play guys in who have ESPN done ESPN three? When I was in school there, I knew more of them. Like, what do they make? Were they, they paying gift certificates, <laughs> like, Visa gift cards? Yeah, like what do they do? Give you an Amazon gift card, gas money? <laughs> I don't actually know what they make. Because like, how does ESPN Plus make any money on these games? Who's no disrespect to you? Nah, here. How many people were streaming CMU EMU? A thousand tops, yeah, tops. Big in-state rivalry. No, like, no, no, no. maybe five two or six hundred of them are gamblers. 
Then you got friends and family of players. Sure. So if a thousand people are watching that game, what are they paying? Listen, you? it's not a robust advertising package. It's like you go to commercial and it's like we are in a commercial break. Do you yeah, have anyone I, in your phone who's done ESPN Plus broadcasting? Probably. Can you reach out? You want me to ask them what they made to do the game? Yeah, be like it's an important question to <laughs> catch the ticket nation. Wants to minds want to know. Well, I just think I it's know a lot of be... Mac broadcasters, but they do like the t the radio for the team. No, no, no I'm not talking the plus. ESPN Plus. Yeah. Because here's the thing, I think we have to have a rule. If you're betting more than the guy who's calling the game makes, <laughs> you can't bet that game. It's you good, that's a good rule. You can't like if you're it's sitting a good, down. Like, moment, look yourself in the mirror. You're sitting down for Northern Illinois and Akron, and the guy calling the game is making like fifty bucks. And Jim's dropping envelopes. <laughs> I, I kind of think you got to cross it off your sheet. Okay, maybe we don't bet them. <laughs> I want to know the baseline for these games. Okay. Uh, moving along the card, what else we got? Uh, I bet Illinois, which I jokingly told you, why didn't you talk me out of this one? You hey, tried, you tried, you, you tried. tried to talk me out of Tulane. I tried to talk you out of Illinois, and the same thing happened. Purdue I, clobbered them. Listen. That's I'm never gonna get you to let go of your Oklahoma obsession. At least, you least for another let, week. You gotta let go, of Illinois. Oh, I'm done. All I'm, summer. I'm done. And I tried to tell you. I know. You said regression. They're bad. They're gonna take a step back. I just felt like year three for a coach who builds through the trenches, they'd be maybe better than people thought. Why can't we just make a midstream addendum? Yeah. That the Big Ten championship is gonna be the top two teams. This idea of the Big Ten West getting a seat at the table in Indy. Stupid. It is a just. What's the last year of it? But it's been I know. a decade. And it may be, this might be the worst is of it. Is it eight or nine? The East is eight now against the West or nine and now? It's, yeah, they're undefeated. Jim, they're going to finish a decade where the division has never gotten close. And honestly, right here, right now, Penn's, I wonder if there's a bet on Fandle. For the top three? Nah. Remember we had the conference exactors? Yeah. I bet you, but they were plus eight fifty for Michigan and 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 uh, Ohio State to beat you know Iowa or to beat Wisconsin. Yeah. I will bet you right now, you will be lucky to get even money if those bets exist. Jim, four touchdown underdog. Yeah, whoever wins the West will be a four touchdown underdog to Penn State, to Michigan, to Ohio State. The only one that. Like, if it's Iowa, just because it's a lower-scoring game, maybe it's like a 24-and-a-half or something. 27 but, Yeah, okay. But, no, I the hear The point you. is well made. And, again, I'll roll in and take Michigan like I did when they played Iowa in the Big Ten title. They beat them by 30, beat them by 40. It doesn't matter. I, look, here's my thing. The, the relevance to the recap, we have to take a good hard look at these crossover games moving forward. I, you, you, It is going to be impossible to get me to bet one of these Western no. teams getting points because they are terrible. Like, even uh, Northwestern, where you're like, oh, maybe, nope. Oh, and look, I didn't bet the game. Yeah. That was the last one we took off the board. Mm -hmm. They covered. It was a dirty cover with James Franklin doing a fake kneel down with two minutes to go in the backup QB. But James Franklin, while he's a dickhead, loves gamblers. I've always said it. If I were a college coach, I'd be very concerned with covering the number for my boosters. Your boosters they're are They're going to bet you. They're betting the team. You want your boosters to make money so they can give you more of the money. If I'm James Franklin and I know I got to cover 26 and a half and I'm up by 21 late, yeah, I'm fake kneeling. Why? Because I know Bob, the guy with the oil derrick in his backyard, bet the team. That's it. Yeah. It's the hand that feeds you. That's it. I think good, good coaches win. Great coaches cover. It's important.
we get to the night heavy portion and it started with Ole Miss, the playthrough game for me, double that envelope game for me, but a play we both made, a comeback at home. The sip was rocking on a Saturday night. He's reaching into a bag. I can't see what he's doing. There's some rustling and it's that envelope. weighty you hear that you smack yourself right in the face with this this is weighty see now we're getting serious what two more playthroughs another t's and c's to follow let me tell you something right here people this envelope thick with two c's evan if if i hit a couple more of these he's gonna have to bring a briefcase in for one of these i'll bring you a briefcase all right jim you don't listen i'm not telling you it's gonna change your life but I, mean, I wonder at what point does he get nervous? Well, I guess he's why am I nervous? Not my money. That's fair. The free play was the free play. Yeah. Whatever happens beyond that, this is a craps table. This You're is you. To ride. This yeah. is you being with me in Vegas for March Madness, and I go, Jim, do you want to learn how to play craps? And I hand you a hundred dollar bill, and I go, don't worry about losing it. I want it at this table. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jim, that money's gone. Right now we're free rolling. Yep. So Jimmy, Jimmy Good, Jimmy Goodtime starts rolling bones. He's making point after point after point. What's there to get nervous about? Well, I'm not nervous. I didn't have the money to begin with. So no. Let's where go. it gets nerve-wracking <laughs> is you don't know what's inside there. Right. And the bigger the so number you gets, don't you don't know, want to lose it all. Well, you don't know what you're winning or losing. Right. And I don't want it to cloud no, your decisions. No, that's fair. What I but like, I have to play one every week. No that is weeks. part of the free play condition. Also, you're not allowed to bet Oklahoma against Texas. That's fine. And I'm not doing locks or we're not doing BGBs no. on it. It's no. a standalone it game. Is the mat- it is the envelope of destiny. It okay. is the Jimmy Cookies free play where I bullied you. I uh-huh. gave you the free play, Oregon, Colorado, in. Free will, you made a great pick, and I rode along with it. I, I thought the Ole Miss side was the side. Let's talk about the game for a minute. Yeah. I think Ole Miss is in a letdown spot this week. Absolutely. We'll talk about it on the college episode. Let's talk LSU. Yeah. I, I want to I cope. I want to emotionally cope as a Spartan fan. Tell me who you'd rather be. Ready? You're Michigan State. Your coach is a dickhead. He gets fired. Your season is a hot mess. Mm-hmm. But you weren't expected to be very good. Over-under was five and a half. And at least now, you don't have what we call the terminal illness that is watching a coach die slowly over a two-year period. Tucker wasn't going to get fired this year. Would you, wait, been. hold on. You think like Brian Kelly's done-done? No, no, no. I'm saying, as a state fan, we were Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Oh, okay. I see Bullet to the brain. Season's over. This is trash. It's terrible. We didn't have to do another year of Mel Tucker. Mm-hmm. It's, it, so we're terrible. Or your LSU, national championship dark horse, spotlight game against Florida State, spotlight game against Ole Miss. Two losses. This is our year. We're going to beat Bama. We're going to do. Season's over Two by losses October. before the month of October. Yeah. And you have a defense filled with four and five-star players. And you are out here. You can't stop a soul. They're outside the top 100 in every analytic. You gave up over 700 yards to Ole Miss. points, yeah. I think in a sad way, I'd rather be Michigan State. I wouldn't go that far. Well, okay, what, what's your joy as an LSU fan right now? You're miserable. No, I mean, it sucks. Now, what the best-case scenario is a 10-win team. They can still technically win the SEC. Oh, okay. You know what? For that reason, you're right. I guess for me, is like I remember when MSU was really good, and you got to 2016, and it went off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Or 2014, you lost to OSU, and you're like, wow, we can't go to the, we can't make this happen. I just, I would be so angry as an LSU fan. 
When your team's bad and you know they're bad, it's one thing. But when your team's loaded with talent and you've been depanced twice by October, I'd be livid. And in college football, we no longer have this like three or four year buildup for teams. You have like one year windows. And when you feel like you've got a shot, you got a QB, you got defensive playmakers, you're going to send guys to the NFL. Your coach has made the, you know, the playoff and played for national titles before. And it's over this quickly. It's deflating. It's not as bad as MSU, but I get your point. It's deflating. Nothing's as bad as MSU. The only thing I have going for me is we're getting a new coach. So you tell me, bigger threat to win the West, LSU or Ole Miss? For me, it's Ole Miss. And I've already played Bama, though. That's the thing. They lost at Bama. One of us is holding a Matrix ticket. (laughs) I got Georgia Georgia over Ole Miss plus 2,500. Well, the reason, I mean, timing of this matters now because LSU, Bama are going to play later. And if Bama takes care of business, then, you know. I understand. Listen. I told you from the beginning, I, I played every combo in the West. Yeah. Now, I have a straight bet on Georgia to just win the SEC. Mm-hmm. We know Georgia will be favored over whoever they face. Correct, every game. Meaning, I can just take the underdog and relax in the SEC title game and hedge against. Why? Because I also have Georgia. Now, again, if Georgia loses two, three games in stunning fashion and doesn't make it to Atlanta, I'm cooked. Yeah. But I've got Georgia LSU, Georgia Bama. I got Georgia Auburn. I got Georgia Ole Miss. Did I you got, put A and M in there? Uh huh. Okay. I staggered them. Yeah. So oh I no a, no we did the math. I mean yeah, for I got a nice listen, normalized payout yeah. because as long as Georgia gets there, I could play against them on surface. But I already have no less than seven units if they get there on Georgia winning, which means I can hedge back, grab points and try to double dip the reason i brought up AM, we'll talk about him on the college episode this week big game for them big game this week against alabama major sec west implications and the spread's telling you a lot yep bama minus two and a half at college station here's my question am i wrong in thinking there's no fall off from weigman to johnson for AM at quarterback i think there's a higher ceiling with Wiegman, okay, but he hadn't hit it yet. So maybe to your point, like Johnson's the here never and now, had an O line. He's got one now. Here's my issue with AM. I don't like their running game at all. Needs to be better. Uh, big time. Now, Bama, you're going to take a team that can't throw the ball and put them on the road at College Station. That place is going to be a zoo. At night, right? Can AM hold up? We'll get to it. I know. Thursday I know. App. I know. Let's round I out. I know who I'm rooting for. Clearly. Yes. I want the demise of Bama to get my juicy matrix rolling here. Let's get to the the rest of the night heavy portion of the card. One game for you that you hit, two games for me that I whiffed on. Here's where the night goes off the rails. Okay. You have Notre Dame. You won the bet. Your team did it. I have Duke. (laughs) Let's start there. You go right ahead. Mike, they missed two field goals in a game where I'm getting five and a half. One of those field goals would have been very nice, but to miss two of them, catastrophic. End of the game. They give up a fourth and forever to keep the other team in it. And here's the the, the worst part of it all, Mike. Fine. Fine. Notre Dame picks up a big first down on a fourth and forever, but they only need a field goal to win the game, and I'll still cover. Just kick the field goal. Uh-oh. Just kick the field goal. Just kick the field goal. Estime. Estime. Yep, estime. 30 yards into the end zone. But I'm not done. I can still win, Mike, because they go for two. And if they go for two and don't get it, who cares? They still win the game. 
but Jimmy covers five and a half. Mike, Mike, they got the two-point conversion. So I lose a bet, betting the home team at night, missing two field goals, giving up a touchdown when the other team didn't need a touchdown, giving up a two-point conversion when the other team didn't need a two-point conversion. It was maddening. It was maddening, Mike. And on top of it, I got your team playing Iowa, and I took the under, under 36 and a half. And you know what that game was? Field goal, field goal, backup, quarterback, interception, turnover. I didn't hit the under because of two non-offensive touchdowns. A punt return and a defensive touchdown, Mike. How do I lose an under when the teams don't score touchdowns on offense? That's the difference in me going, uh, what, five and, and two? And three and four. Three and four. I know. And I had a weekend like that. I think it was week two. I know. You deserve, you deserve better in the, in the Notre Dame game. The Michigan State-Iowa game, you bet on that dog shit, you kind of get what you deserve. That's your Emory Jones. When, when McNamara got hurt, we never root for injuries. When McNamara got hurt, I was like, the under feels like a great Nine, spot to six, be. 9-6 final. You know what I'm saying? I know. I, o- only to watch it melt down. The Notre Dame game is the one I think you got every right to be upset about. That was a horrific beat both ways because you needed two events to take place to do it. The things that Notre Dame didn't even need. They didn't need the touchdown. They didn't need the two-point well, conversion. perspective. I needed it. Uh, I can tell you I needed it. Did you feel like, and we do this sometimes, did you feel you bet the right side? Because sometimes, and people may disagree with this, I think there is right side, wrong side. Yeah. It's not just the winning side. I mean, I felt good when, when Notre Dame kind of controlled the first Early. half. And I'm yes. like, yeah, all right, this is going to be okay. But Duke threw a counterpunch, got back in the lead yeah, and you know at the, home. The sad part for Duke and all this, because of that touchdown and not the field goal, or, or, or and the two-point conversion, yeah. like instead of Notre Dame winding the clock down, kicking the field goal, they had to send Riley Leonard back out there, and now Leonard looks like he's going to be donezo. He got hurt because Notre Dame didn't do the things they needed yeah. to do. And we always talk about this. Remember Oregon, Texas Tech? I yeah. talk about what an asshole that Oregon player was because he didn't take a knee. He beat our Texas Tech bet because he wanted to be a showboat. Their defense needed to go out and run eight, nine, ten more snaps from scrimmage. That's the equivalent of what happened with Duke because Duke, their quarterback, I mean, Riley Leonard looks toast. ACC race real quick. Oof. Florida State atop. We feel good. We both loved them. Yep. Then there's a drop-off. It was UNC-Duke was the thought winner of that game would face Florida State. But now if Leonard's compromised... Yeah, they're done. So now is it UNC in the two-chair all alone? They're playing Syracuse this week, who only has one loss. Clemson... Any any thought about Louisville? Notre Dame this week at night. Top 25 matchup. Papa John Stadium. Mm. Ooh-wee. I'm just saying, I I wonder a little bit about Duke because think about it. Or uh, Notre Dame. This is three straight weeks. You got to, no pun intended, get it up. Yeah. Night game against OSU. Night game on the road against Duke. National TV, national TV. Night game at Louisville. And Louisville's feeling good about themselves. They haven't played anybody. No. What's the spread? Seven. Uh, six and a half is what I thought I saw, oh, which is man. dangerous because I think I want Notre Dame, but just hearing that point by you, I'm like, do I want to bet into a three straight night game? Nick Saban has always famously said, you get two a year. Yeah. You get two big performances out of your team a year. You can't ask it out of your team every week. Well, by the way, there are sevens available if okay. you wanted it. Okay. Just, I'm, I'm just. Yeah, no, I mean, you, if, you're, if you're looking at the Louisville side, I just X's and O's, Brom, passing attack, Notre Dame, good secondary. I'm looking at a seven from a book you have. Okay. That's all I'll tell you. Uh, okay. 
I think I'm lean, lean Notre Dame, but we got a couple oh, days. No. We got a couple you days. You want to owe me another sweatshirt? No. He, that, don't, he, don't love, he don't like these challenge bets no more. I mean, we're going to have a few more, but that's not what I feel strong well, I still got to place the order of the other sweatshirt. Yeah, you but do. being that right now I'm hitting the fan portal, maybe I should let our listeners guide who I rep. I, I, I honestly, I've had it. So you got the Oregon State sweatshirt from our first bet, yeah. and you're very much Team Beavs. But if you need another team, people should drop it in there. Yes. The Adopt-A-Fan hotline. Cash a ticket podcast at gmail.com. Let's get to Sunday. Yeah. Because as lousy as Saturday night was, Sunday was euphoric. A 6-0 Sunday. It was unbelievable. The Giants let me down Monday night, let you down Monday night. But let's go through Sunday first. In the early games, we had Commanders, the two of us, Titans, the two of us, Bears, the two of us. And even though they blew the lead, take your vitamins, three and a half points. Doesn't matter. All of them hit. I had the Ravens. The people's response has said that you are not responsible for the Browns. Thank you, people. Uh, I had the Bills, which was a, a big hit. I chickened out, and it's my biggest regret of the weekend. That's all it's good. It's a great job by you, and I chickened out. Part of it was based on be careful, don't don't get loose, you know, don't be an asshole. No, cookies. That's my biggest regret. You were a right side. You capped it right. The Dolphins are at the top of the market. Mm-hmm. They're on the road. The Bills are ready to send a message. It was the that is the only regret for me. And I hey, I had a wonderful weekend and I hit my NFL stuff. I hit a big parlay. We are good. But that was a regret. Anytime you love a game, you pick a game, and you talk yourself out of it, and it hits, it just it does. It sticks with me. Well, let's talk through a couple of these. You also hit the Niners. That was a little later in the day. Thank and then you, I Zach Ertz, dropping a touchdown. And I hit the Jets at night. Thank you, Patrick Mahomes, a hero Great for game by you. Oh. No, you know what it is? This was a weekend. All right, Jim Costa went 6-1. and one. Look at the construction of his card. Commanders, Titans, Bears, Jets. Nobody wanted to touch those teams. And I would say nobody really wanted the Bills, considering the Dolphins were the darling. Right. And, yeah, you lost one game. You bet a home team on 11 days rest. And we thought we were going to see Thomas, Thomas and, and Barkley. Barkley. Yeah. And, 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 Listen, bottom line, guys, when you're making your card, very rarely in the NFL are you going to have any brand names. It's very hard to do. You've got to build it. Like, look, this week, if you had bet the Cowboys and if you had bet um, the Niners, if you had just bet, okay, those brand names work. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, the sauce is when you're, oh, my God, you're going to bet the bear. Yeah, I am. You're going to bet the Commanders in Philly? Mm-hmm. Yes, Shay, I'm going to bet the Jets. Well, your friend Shay, I, I just have an issue <laughs> with his behavior. It's not right. <laughs> But um, that's the lesson. Can I, can I offer you a game I absolutely love early in the week in the NFL? Well, before you do, just okay. a couple notes from the NFL games that we bet. Sure. Titans. I'm not going to tell you they're any good, but we need to talk about the other side. Cincinnati. Oh, they're a mess. Dead last in explosive plays. Complete Higgins mess. is hurt now. Burrow has been dealing with an injury. Are they? Like, can we write them off? I'm not saying we won't bet them late in the season, but they're not making the playoffs, right, at one and three? I don't think so. No, and honestly, the best, this is going to sound terrible, the best thing they could do in their Super Bowl window, if you're going to be bad, you pull a Popovich. So you'd sit. You're going to be bad. Sit Burrow. Be real fucking bad. Look, Go Burrow, get Duncan with Robinson. From what I was told, Burrow's only about 60, 70%. Well, he can't get to his second and third he's, read because he has to get the ball out. Right. He's a warrior. He knows he got paid. He, he sells out for the city of Cincinnati. He is nowhere near healthy. So if I sat him, there'd be credence. I'm making a point to you. I can't do it yet, 
But if they end up only winning five or six games and they can have a top 10 pick and a Super Bowl window and all of a sudden, Jim, Rejuvenate I, you don't want to talk yeah. that way, but if, if you're going to be bad, you may as well be bad. Well, they overcame an 0-2 start last year, but now what, 1-3, and and it yeah. doesn't look like these guys are going to magically heal up overnight. Agree totally. Uh, anything else game-wise, storyline-wise no, from I mean, the Sunday? Look, I think obviously we're all looking for Niners and Cowboys this week, a little bit of a litmus test. I think the other thing for me, there are a couple of teams that are developing into the radioactive sector. We did this last year, that yeah. like toxic waste section of the NFL. I want to give you two If teams. the Bears had lost and didn't cover, they would have been there. I'll give you three teams right now for okay. the next couple of weeks. All right. Cannot touch the New York football giants. They got, what, Bills and Dolphins back-to-back? This line opened up at 5.5 on Sunday. Do you know what this line is currently sitting at right now? 10.5. Or 11. Oof. Yeah, there's no number you can put on the Giants. Their defense is a fucking joke. The team's a joke. They can't block a soul. The Giants will be radioactive. The Raiders are radioactive. Whether it's Aiden O'Connell, Jimmy G, it's Josh McDaniels, and they're trash. And I give you the other team, I really just cannot cannot in any way, shape, or form be involved with. Panthers? No. Who? Patriots. Okay. Can't do it. Jim, I, I, the lines are... Look, I, I kind of want to take the Saints going into New England this weekend. That's how little faith I have. But I'm not into betting these road teams again. Can I give you one more? Yeah, go ahead. Broncos. No, nah, there's a time you bet them. Okay. There's... I still got I still got a dark spot in the universe where I could where I could bet them. Here, Thursday night this week. You right? want the other one? What do you want to do with Atlanta? Because as long or as they're this week, as long as they're playing Desmond Ritter, I can't bet them. Desmond Ritter is going to ruin their season. Now, the minute they put Heineke in, they're going to go to number one in my power rank of bettable teams. Here's where I remind Arthur Blank that he did not want to consider Lamar Jackson. Yeah, wouldn't well, even offer. And here you wouldn't arrived. even lowball Lamar Jackson. Here you've arrived. Now again. This is a week for Atlanta. We'll do it on the NFL show. That you do wonder, are the Texans, this is the ultimate buy-high spot. Texans are only getting a point and a half on the road at that. Atlanta against a team that desperately needs a win. I, Part of me thinks Atlanta. That's my point. But Desmond Ritter. I know. Look, dude, C.J. Stroud is really good. Yeah. It's stunning. Uh, but no, look, I think the key... You want to keep the opus rolling? You want to keep the recap stuff rolling? Stick to the process. Don't change the way you play. Don't be crazy. But it's all about following teams, peaks and valleys, spots, situations. NFL, you just you have to live in the mud. College, you can get away a little more betting some favorites. But just stick to it, man. I feel like we're in a good flow, and there's going to be some bad weeks. It's going to be hard to keep up the pacing we're on. But look, I, I feel pretty good about it. Like, I feel like the, the, this week it'll be a smaller college card for me. Part of it is I'll be out of town. Um, but the other part is there's only a certain amount of games jumping out. Well, let's get into you out of town on Saturday. Let's get into the tailgate portion of Tailgate Tuesday. Yeah, what do you want to do? We are going to go through brunch items as requested by for the mailbag. For kickoffs. Yeah, yeah, for your early Saturday or yes. Sunday, you know. But your Saturday early portion is going to be spent at a sports bar. Yeah, I'm in New York for the weekend, and... Are sports bars still a thing? I yes, don't, they are. Well, I don't find myself at sports bars. It's just not how I watch games. But Saturday, I'm actually thinking of going to a Longhorns alumni bar in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Class of 02. Hook them. <laughs> I'm interested for the experience to see what this is like. 
you know, when you go to cities like New York or L.A. or Chicago, you have a lot of these alumni groups. Yeah. Well, Texas has alums everywhere. They're hot as a firecracker right now. Multiple bars you could go to on Manhattan Island. And I was interested in taking in a game amongst my people. Mm. Hook them. I just wanted your take. So sports bars are still a real thing. Yeah, but I think it's situational. Like, you're not going to watch your team at the yeah. bar, right? But you're going to amp up a big game. No, I just kind of want to take it all in well, and see how crazy too. this yeah. is. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm out of town. A couple I need... things. Sports bars got to pipe in the sound of the game. A it's good critical. one will have to do it. Critical. And the food component. And the food. I'm sorry. You can't call yourself a sports bar if you're out here microwaving your food. We need real food program. This can't be bar rescue where I got little Johnny operating a fucking toaster oven in the back. Hey, I brought my experts in. Really? What are you teaching us how to cook? Quesadillas. A fucking eight-year-old could make a quesadilla. I love John Taffer, but you're killing me with some of this. Oh, I brought Josh Capon out. This guy's got restaurants all over New York City. Josh, what are we teaching him? We're making a flatbread. Huh? He's putting an Elios pizza in the oven. I see what's going on over here. What are we doing? <laughs> Keep it going. I'm excited. I be. have. I've got a Texas zip up. I'm going to be out and about. I'm going to be enjoying my Saturday. I will be watching the Red River Shootout. I think we're going to be doing it amongst our people. Noon kick ABC. I got to take a video for you. You have to. Please. Well, yeah, it's not for public consumption. No, but I do want to see. If this place is insane. I just want to send also, it to you. Also, if it goes the way I think it's going to go, can you get some of the sad reaction, too, with the No. End? No, okay. No, that's the, the other reason I want to be with these people is as a gambler, I want to be with like-minded people. I want to be with people who need the Longhorns. Yeah. I don't want to be around people like you. Okay. Now, if I'm sitting and watching a game with you, that's different. Yeah. Not people like you. I'm not accepting a cheap facsimile. I'll sit with my friend. I will not sit with just a common asshole who bet the sooner. Okay. There won't be any inside that bar. You'll be good. There's no way. No, I'm way. saying no one would be bold enough. They get their they get thrown out. Come on, that's in bad taste. Yeah, you don't, don't go to a Longhorn bar as a Sooner fan. Go to the I Sooner was actually bar, thinking, stay at home. Well, there's one where you have to join the alumni association to attend. I was actually thinking of joining. Cost money, like twenty bucks. And you get like the emails from now on. And well, I don't know. I want to keep up. You with get like reunions. Well, I want to keep up with what's going on on campus. <laughs> I'm making a point if it's the sweetest setup and it's 20 bucks and I Yeah, I, you know, it might that's worth it. It's a cover charge. Go I in. Was, I was but now again, what are they gonna do? Are they gonna vet me out? Do I gotta put like my 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 curriculum up there? Yeah, please provide a copy of your degree. I don't They're know. They're not gonna do that. You'll be fine. I don't know. I don't think it's that strict. I don't wanna show up and be, it's like wedding crashes. Now you gotta show up early though, right? Right. We're brothers from a maple syrup conglomerate in Vermont. Like right. uh, it's a noon kick. My right. plan was to be there by 11.30 in the morning anyways. It might be too late. What, are you kidding me? I think you might have to get there an hour before. All right. To get I a mean, decent seat, to take it all in. Otherwise, you're going to be standing room only. If, if This game is that big, right? And this is the place for that game. Okay, all right. I wouldn't be strolling up. Hey, uh, sorry, I had to all right, I'll feed make the a, meter. and now, yeah. I'll make a phone call. Okay. I'll make a phone call. Just make, give yourself a little more wiggle room. He's I don't want you to get boxed out of this. He's got me really Evan, am I out of line? Like, as the Lions get better here, I've heard from people. Like, you can't just walk up a half hour before a big game. This is the big game for Texas. Okay. All right. Noted. Let's talk brunch. Well, you're phrasing it wrong. 
Brunch, a.k.a. the noon kickoff edition. Mm -hmm. What are you serving at tailgate? I mean, mm -hmm. very rarely is somebody just going to do a, a whole hog in the ground for a noon kick. Can't do it. So I had said, well, look, let's talk about some of these basic items. These are items that, to me, for noon kicks in the past, what you serve and what you do. Now, I, there, to me, there's three, there's three go-tos. You can do the bagel bar, which is easy. It's like you build your breakfast sandwich type of deal, That's right? That's it. You have a yeah. bagel bar. Yeah. Uh, again, cream cheese has got to have, you got to have varieties. Your right. problems out here in Michigan, you don't have great bagels. You don't. And it's because of the water. We all know it. Um, have you made bagels? Because I've done that. You make a bagel. Make bagels? Yeah. No. Well, if you're trying to get a superior bagel than like the- You've made bagels? Yeah. You've never made bagels? You got to like put them in the you boiling water and- You can dinner, but you can make yeah. bagels? Oh, yeah. When do you make bagels? Not all that often. A couple times a uh, season. Were the results good? First one, they, I mean, they don't look like your store bagels because they're a little more oh, rustic. But they, 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 I'm perfecting it still. The second time was a little better. The taste has been great both times. I like the bagel bar. I think you need, A, you need multiple varieties of bagels, but it's the schmear. you got to have multiple cream cheeses. Can't just we have, have the a different conversation. I'm talking breakfast sandwiches. So you get oh, eggs you're doing and like bacon, bacon and oh, sausage no. patty, just, cheese slice. I was just talking bagel bar. Oh, okay. A little bagel and cream cheese and a, and a little... See, I'm thinking more cocktail. hearty. Well, the hard okay. So here's the because to me brunch is heavy emphasis on breakfast, but you can really do it up because it's two meals. The hearty's the bakes, the bakes category. Okay. See, breakfast bakes, any idiot can do. They travel well. Like a quiche. Well, it's sort of. You're going to someone's house. I told you, my wife has made the biscuits and gravy bake that people have gone wild for. The berries and oatmeal bake, lovely. Uh, or your basic, you could do a bacon, egg, and cheese bake. Mm -hmm. There's bake recipes everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You carve out a slice for yourself. You're rocked after one piece. It's game <laughs> over. But let me give you what I call mandatory mortadelle. The ultimate brunch kickoff for a football game is a real charcuterie board. It's pickable. Yeah? Pickable. But it's got to be done correctly. So what makes it a good charcuterie board? A, it can't just, you, you're not putting out ham, turkey, and cheese. This no. isn't the all-American sandwich. So like mortadella? Mortadella, cabagool, prizatine, provolone, two varieties, the chunk and the slice. You need artichoke hearts. You need red peppers. You need olives. You need a little dish of anchovies. You need good, crusty Italian bread. You need the salad component in the middle with a nice, fresh dressing. But that's pickable. Mm -hmm. Now I'm, and it's pickies. I'm able to, I'm See, able this to, is communal without the dip stuff where everybody's right, because, mingling. Because you put the, the, the tongs out yeah. there. You're not grabbing well, it Well, you're also not hands. getting in. You take what you're going to eat that's and that's right. it. Now, you put a charcuterie board out for a noon kick. It's the equivalent of an endless sub sandwich yep. for your football game. Mm -hmm. I like that because you can pick. If you go to the bake section, you're having one slice and you're fucking destroyed. That's no good. The bagel bar, you just go into diabetic shock. You eat 800 carbs and you're dead. You can't feel your feet. The other problem I have is if people do this mimosa Bloody Mary mm -hmm. thing, I can't drink much of either of those. The mimosas, I don't even really like champagne and orange juice is just pure heartburn. And then bloodies, forget it. You may as well do an intravenous of acid reflux medication. I can't get down that way. Okay. But for me, if I get one choice for the noon kick, oh, we're doing a big charcuterie board. And that crusty Italian bread, you're making sandwiches. 
See, I like the the big sandwiches. Got to do the it. breakfast sandwiches. You can do them like every. I like everything yeah. bagel, and then you stack you it up. You stack it up and right. Again, can I give you another sliced pepperoni? But the mortadella, you got to find the real stuff with the pistachios in it. It's amazing. Oh yeah, though that is difference. It has to. What about a Monte Cristo? French toast with the egg and the ham and oh, the, that the is I a. You know what I'm saying? That's a beautiful marriage of lunch and breakfast together. The forgotten item, the Monte Cristo. Hey, I just wanted can, to give it a moment. I here. have no issue. If you're doing a highfalutin deal and you're going to cook, because you got to assemble all this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that is actually, on a, it's a dying art form. But if you go out for brunch in some of these big towns, they, the Monte Cristo, the sweet, the savory, the yeah. whole bit, yes, 100%. But that's something if it's you and your wife watching a noon kick. I don't <laughs> you're think not, you want to. You want to be rifling it up. 18 yeah. of those for your guests. <laughs> but yes, 100%. Okay. Yes, I'll tell you what I want no part of. What? It is disgusting. It's smelly. I don't even understand why people like it. Keep the smoked salmon bullshit away from me. Keep it away from my bagels. Keep it away from my omelets. Keep it away from the buffet. It is something about smoked salmon I want to throw up. I can't handle it. I don't really eat salmon. Even cooked? It's not like ever my go-to. Like you go to a nice restaurant, some people will get like You'll a salmon. You'll eat gas station Alfredo, but you won't have a nice piece. Of it's not that I'm against fish, but I do more of a, you know, a white fish, a walleye. A oh, you really are a Great Lakes guy. A little lake perch. Yeah, a little, a little fried up lake perch. Okay, yeah. I forget. You are Mr. <laughs> Midwestern Monte Cristo. But yeah, I mean, for me, the noon kicks, three categories of the entree, the drinks are the tough part. Yeah. It's early in the day. I'm happy with an iced coffee, to be totally honest with you. I'm not 25 anymore. I was just going to say, that that's an age thing. Because half the appeal to brunch when you're in your early 20s is now, we just carry over from the night before. If you're going to do a beer component, I'll give you two of the things we used to do at Tailgate for your Do you do like a breakfast stout? You into that stuff? You're nailing it. Here's what you do. You got to do half and halves. So there used to be a beer, and I forget who makes it, but now it's more pervasive. A double chocolate stout. It used to come in a purple can. Okay. Then there was a banana bread beer. I believe it was Charles Wells banana bread beer. I like do that. a half and That's half. Good, I like how that sounds. So one bottle and one tall can make two drinks. Half is going to be your chocolate stout base. You float the banana bread beer really? over the top. So it's a chocolate banana I, starter. I, I'm not disputing that this tastes good. I've never thought of like combo beer... Do you remember Vanilla Java Porter? No. At Water Brewery. That's a local Detroit yeah, yeah, thing, a local, guys. Yeah. But you'll be able to find coffee vanilla beers anywhere. Yeah, you yeah, everybody makes them. You take one of those, you top it with a shot of uh, vanilla vodka. Those are tailgate sippers. Now, you got to be careful, obviously. Let's say some of these, like, launch yourself in a fucking like space. 10%, yeah. 11%. Tough. <laughs> now, the other thing you can do, there is an entire menu of half and halves using Guinness. Some of them involve like half Guinness, half blue moon. It's called a black and blue. Um, half Guinness, half Magner's cider. Half and halves. Um, you can Google, good Irish bars will have them, but that's a way to go. So the, the, if you're asking about a noon kick and you're forcing me to imbibe, I go that way more than I go, oh, give me a Bloody Mary spicy. You know what? Just hit me with your car. Do that. Can't do it. Evan, what's a good noon brunch morning gummy if people are 
looking to not drink, but do the weed portion here? It's evil. I don't know. Most of them make you go to bed. And well, see, well did you like the half gummy? You go all the way, man. Evan goes full freight. So he's minimum going 10 milligrams or 20. I don't know if you saw the, the viral deal with Russo a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. We're he's talking about doing the half gummy, settling in, and then the second half gummy for the second half of I the day. I thought it was hilarious. It was then great. He, then he was going to call his bookie and put <laughs> 10 dimes on, on Colorado. On Colorado, yikes. That was the Oregon game. <laughs> but at least, you know, it was one of the only pieces of honesty. It, it made him relatable. And I grew up listening to him. I know. Him, so and I, I'm I a like Chris fan of him. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was funny. The Did idea, you see Marcus Spears losing his mind He's next like, to you're him? my new favorite person. Can you say that on ESPN? He just did. <laughs> um, but that would be where I'd go to. Okay. And again, there's so many good beers and so many like approachable breakfast things. Like, look, some beers you're not going to fuck with. Like KBS. You ever have Kentucky Breakfast yes. Stout? Yeah. Now, again, they've branched out. And I did five years of radio in West Michigan. So, yeah, okay. very familiar. So, KBS, now they do an espresso version. They do a chocolate dipped, you know, fudgical. They do all kinds of shit. That's the safe play for a noon kick. The cocktail shit, you're on your own. You want to knock out a margarita the size of a paint can? God bless. I'm not 25 <laughs> anymore, guys. I can't do that shit. I give you the other thing you can do. Yeah. Since it is almost uh, apple picking time here in Michigan, mm-hmm. you can do a boozy cider. You can do, and I'm not a mold cider eater. You just take apple cider, mix it with a nice shot of bourbon. I was going to say, is bourbon the preferred spirit? Yeah, that? that's, that's could, what I would guess. You could warm it up. One of my favorite breakfast joints in New York City does this. They do a warm bourbon cider. They put the cinnamon stick in there. And it's not, you know, it's a nice way to start your Saturday morning yeah. in the city. That's a safe play. But it's still it would still be the beer, buddy. There's nothing better when you're tailgating. It's 7, 8 in the morning. It's a beautiful fall day, and whether it's Michigan, Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, New York, Pennsylvania, where you get fall. And you're out there in the stadium. Maybe it's in the distance. Maybe it's not. Maybe your team's good. Maybe it's not. A little chill in the air. You have your little thermos. I do miss certain moments of tailgating, but I'm retired. I'm done. It's and you're in the portal. I'm in the fucking fan portal right now, man. I am. I I have had it. I've had it. I don't know. I just, I need a break. Michigan State and the Giants, I need a break. And that's what gambling's for. That's why we love this podcast. And on that note, talk to the people. Tailgate Tuesday is in the books. Rate, review, subscribe. Make sure you email us for the Monday mailbag. That's cashtheticketpodcast at gmail.com. Keep listening for that sweet, sweet value. Cash the ticket. (laughs) 